Would you bow your heads and hearts with me, please? Our Father, our God, again we say thank you. Thank you for Christ. Thank you for the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for this opportunity to come together one more time. Father, be with us. Uh, be with us. Be with us. Continue to mold and shape us into your image as only you can and only you will if we would but allow you. Father, give us the wisdom uh, to, to yield to the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Now be with me as I attempt to present um, what you've given me and uh, let us all have ears to hear and hearts to receive. Thank you, Father. It's in the name of your Son, our Savior, the Christ, we ask it all. Amen. This is the penultimate, that's second to the last for you uh, English majors, the penultimate message in our systematic study of Paul's letter to the Romans. Uh, again, we, we began this study um, February of last year. February of last year, and God willing, uh, we'll conclude next week at our Back to Church uh, celebration. Um, today we're looking at just four verses, just four verses, just four verses, Diane, I know that doesn't mean a whole lot, but just only four verses, the 21st to the 24th, and it reads, Timothy, my co-worker, sends his greetings to you, as do Lucius, Jason, Salsipater, my fellow Jews. I, Tertius, wrote down this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, whose hospitality I and the whole church here enjoy, sends you his greetings. Erastus, who is the city's director of public works, and our brother Quartus send you their greetings. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Earlier, uh, Paul gave a series of shout outs uh, to those in Rome. Um, shouted out to those he knew or had heard about. And so now he's extending personal greetings from those that are with him. I, again, I don't want to uh, read too much or read too little, uh, but this underscores uh, the personal nature for me. This underscores the personal nature of this letter. Um, a real letter from a real person to real people, the church. And it's important that we don't, you know, we see Romans for what it is. It, it is a, a dense theological, say treatise is not the right word, but it, it's got a lot of information in it. But don't lose the sight that this was, I'm trying to write to you on a personal level and at the same time explicate the gospel. I'm trying, what does it mean, as I keep saying, what does it mean to be a Christ follower? What is, what's that all about? And that's, 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 that's this. So Paul uh, begins by mentioning Timothy, who he simply calls his co-worker. 
coworker. Coworker. It's translated that. I, again, I don't want to infer too much into this, but I see a great deal of ministerial humility uh, with Paul in this. Um, in his first letter to Timothy, Paul addresses him as my true son in the faith. And in the second letter, which some theologians believe was Paul's final letter, he addresses him as my dear son. There's a, there's a distinct age difference. Uh, I say distinct. There's an implied age difference. There's an implied uh, spiritual difference, too. Uh, many of you, uh, as I get to know you, like Maurice Glasgow, I, I call my son. And I think it was William who said, uh, I had to figure out uh, uh, your, your, what you meant because I was thinking that uh, you were very busy and had a lot of kids because you're calling this person your son and this person your daughter. And it's like, well, you, you don't mean it in, in that way. But actually, I do mean it in that way. I really do. I really do. I, I, I'm serious as a heart attack. Uh, that you are, uh, again, for those of you that are age appropriate, you're, you're my son. You're my daughter. And I see you in that way. And I guess that's why, oh geez, uh, I guess that's why it hurts, Audrey, when I, when I see hurt etched on your face, it hurts me. If, if, if our relationship is strictly a Sunday transaction, we don't have much of a relationship at all. When I don't see you, again, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a scorecard. I have a scorecard, but I don't have a scorecard. When I don't see you, I worry. Where are you? How are you doing? How's your business? Dealing with life issues. Children. All of that stuff matters. Why are you saying all of this? Um, Paul has a, he has a personal, fatherly relationship with this young man mother was a Jewish was Jewish father was Greek he circumcised him he went on ministry shared life with him uh, and in the 16th chapter that's your homework it's your only assignment for today see if you can handle it um, 16th chapter of Acts You'll read where when Paul traveled to Galatia and uh, it was Derby and Lystra, uh, that's where he, he met Timothy. And he took him under his wing. And from that time forward, there was this deep spiritual bond between them. Paul, the seasoned senior, uh, senior and Timothy the protege. See what the NIV 
doesn't, and I didn't bother to look at other translations, I know I'm a bad, bad pastor, um, but I did look at the original text. Uh, what the NIV doesn't highlight or emphasize is the direct article that's right before the word translated co-worker. There's a the or a the for emphasis. A wooden, straightforward reading of the text in word order would be something like this. Timothy, the well-known co-worker, mine. Timothy, the, the, the man, the well-known co-worker, mine. Why the linguistic lesson? I believe it's foundational to how Paul approached ministry. The word co-worker here is where we get the word synergy. The word synergy, we all know what that is. Think of it like two gears that are, that are working in concert. They're not grinding together, they're, they're locked together and they're working in unison, synchronized together. Paul writes that his true son in the faith, his dear son is the synchronized co-laborer in ministry. Let me uh, let you into a not-so-secret insight. How we approach ministry and relate to one another is not an indirect, it's a direct reflection of how we see, understand, and embrace our relationship with God. How we see, relate to one another, and accomplish ministry is a direct reflection of how we see, relate to, and do accomplish God's will. As I was sharing earlier, our relationship cannot be simply transactional. Sister Jones, you're tasked to do uh, praise and worship, so doggone it, come hell or high water, get up there and lead us in praise and worship. I've shared before, I share now. I'm not asking anyone, anyone in the praise team to sing off key, but singing on key is not the point. That, that, that's not the point. I, oh, so I get to sing off key and I get to drag my feet when it comes to rehearsal. No, you won't be on the praise team long because that's a, that's, that's a bad attitude. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is in those times, and we know, we, we experience it ourselves. When we enter into that space, when the singing may not be scintillating, but the spirit is moving. And that's an easy window to look through, but that ought to be a window that applies to everything that we do in this thing we call a community of faith. The very essence of ministry is community. I've shared before, I share now. God, who is community in his essence, we can't, we can't, and anybody who says like they can explain the Trinity is lying to you. They don't understand. They, they absolutely don't understand. With the, well, it's like ice, water, and vapor. No, that's transmodalism. See, so, so study, study. 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 God in his essence. One, hero of God, hero of Israel, our, the Lord our God is one. 
He's one. But he's father. He's son. He's Holy Spirit. In his essence, he's community. He creates community. We live in community. We relate to one another and to him in community. What we're doing right now is community. And ultimately, we will be in perfect community with him forever. I, as I, uh, I, I was moved to tears, I, you know, it doesn't take much, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take much. Uh, but when I saw the women on stage, um, and I saw that Revelation 7, 9 um, embodiment on this side of eternity, that's heaven. What you just experienced, Erica, was heaven. That, that was heaven. Well, you know, but still, it's, 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 it's kind of imperfect, but that's the direction we're going. That, that, that's why it's so important that we are considerate of everyone as we march towards It's not about singing on cue. It's about us collectively getting there. This is more than a, yeah, I, I'll use the, the metaphor of a relay race from time to time, but this is more of a, I don't know, I, I, I don't even know what example would work, but we get there together. That's what it means to be in community. A reflection of heaven lived down on earth. Worshiping, learning, praising, and crying together. Experiencing life. Struggling through life. The ups, the downs, the deaths, the, the joys of birth. Uh, all of that. All of that. All of that. Is what we're called to live out faithfully in. That's, that's it. It's it's no secret sauce. There's no magic. There's a well, you know, you know, you know. I heard and uh, you know, and this is it. And it passes all too quickly. Um, looking at the text, I won't speculate on who Lucius, Jason, and Sasapata were, but suffice it to say, they are all co-workers. Uh, in verse 22, we see uh, what's almost the first century equivalent to a photobomb. Um, Paul allows the scribe to sneak in there. This is Paul's letter being this old guy. And theologians speculate he's got bad eyesight, he's got bad everything, probably hunched over, wasn't too pleasant to look at, and probably a little ornery. You know, he was kind of the guy, the get off my lawn kind of guy, you know. That's, that's kind of Paul. Uh, but Tertius, he, Paul allows Tertius, the scribe, to give a shout out. One theologian speculates that uh, since this is, his name is Latin in, in uh, uh, orientation, it's quite possible that he had Roman connections and he wanted to let the folks there in Rome know that, hey, uh, hey, peeps, I'm okay, and I'm, I'm walking with Paul. I'm doing okay. In fact, I wrote this letter. 
But the important takeaway is that this is just another example of Paul seeing his co-workers, his co-laborers, in this case, using his, Tertius using his gift of helps to write the letter, and Paul recognizes his faithfulness. So in verse 23, Paul mentions Gaius, who must have had deep pockets, you know, kind of like the deals, you know, they, uh, because he writes, the entire ecclesia, the church, has benefited from his hospitality. I don't know what that means other than, you gotta have some money. The entire community of faith benefited from their hospitality. Um, oh, part of me is like, I know I shouldn't say everything, but I'll say this much. Everything ought not be a turn in a receipt to get reimbursed for a bag of cookies you bring. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, the first century church. <laughs> I'm looking at Sister Meek. She doesn't do that. Trust me. Uh, the first century church. Who was I sharing with uh, yesterday at the conclusion of the women's uh, fellowship? I said, we have a long way to go lived out now because the first century church had things in common. They had a collective uh, kitty, if you will. You, you, need, uh, you need some sugar? We got sugar. You need, you need 100 bucks? Oh, I got you. You, you. you need a place to lay your head? Oh, I, I got you. They're there. It's like they had things in common. We are, we are so far from that, it's ridiculous. Uh, and, I, and, 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 and I'm talking about us that are desiring to go down that path. We're so far from that. Many who profess Christ, they're not even a thought. God bless me to amass a fortune, and I'm going to spend my fortune. Thank you very much. And if you didn't get yours, you just need to pray harder. Born on third base. Think we hit a triple. There's Erastus, the city steward, translated here as the director of public works. Don't know what he did, but he's, the, 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 the word is he's, he could have been a treasurer. He was the steward. He had responsibilities. And I look at this again uh, in, in, through the lens of the mosaic that's the body of Christ. You've got people with means. You've got people of influence. You've got people that are directly working uh, in ministry, uh, Tertius, uh, Timothy, Paul, you've got all of this going on. And they all send greetings. They all send greetings. We'll never know who these people are. We'll never know who these people are. We read a little bit, we can infer a lot. People, uh, theologians will twist themselves in knots saying, well, this could be the person in Acts that did this and this and this. And it's like at the bottom, of, at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't care. I really don't care. What I care about is that people that I don't know devoted themselves 
to the cause of Christ and I get to read about it. That's, 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 see, if we, as things are going on across the seas right now, we have the human tendency to deify people. That's what we do. Moses had to fight that. If we want a king, we want this, we want, we want to deify people. We want to elevate people and it's like, you be our king. God is saying, I want to be your king. I want to be your sovereign. I want you to worship me. Worship me. Um, if, if we knew too much about certain people, then we would, dare I say, we would start to err on the side of, man, let's, what wasn't, wasn't, wasn't Yolanda the woman? Wasn't Paul the man? Wasn't Andrea the woman? And it just, it's like, again, by death or by choice, don't you dare. Wasn't Pastor Meeks? No. No. There's a brass, I, if I had thought about it, I would have pulled it out as a prop. It's too heavy. I almost broke my foot trying to take it off the wall. It's that heavy. Hundreds of pounds. Cast brass of people that labored for this space that we're in right now that we'll never know. We will never know. Building built 1931 all the way to 1956 and they gave and they labored and they built and they're gone. And we're here. And we now stand on their shoulders and benefit from all of the work that they did. Um, it's not important that we know the names. It's important that we know that they serve the same God that we're attempting to serve right now. And that we are standing on their shoulders. We didn't hit a triple because of their labor, physically, financially, prayerfully. They were part of a ministry that we benefit from now. I am almost done. And that's a promise. Um, first century then, 21st century now. Here we go. Verse 24. It's not included in many of the, the texts, the translations. They think that's a scribal edition. This is one of those things again under who cares. Um, it's there. Words are fine. Um, don't miss the forest for the trees. What's ultimately important is that God sees and knows everything we do as well as the motivation of why we do what we do we have to we have to really we really have to search our hearts you know as I, as I tell folks it's like you know uh, people are quick to say God knows my heart yeah and if you really understood that you wouldn't say that because the Bible lets us know 
It's deceitfully wicked. And if we're not careful, even in our zeal to do good, we do evil because our motivations are wrong. It's kind of like you see the, 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 um, the, the, the meme. It ought not be a meme. That's what Facebook is, 90% of it. Nobody here, of course, uh, is uh, taking the selfie of uh, giving alms to the poor. What are you doing? I'm taking a picture of myself sharing the love of Christ. No, that's not what, that's not what we do. What we do. What we want to do is show a cloud of witnesses, happen to be all women in this case, all races, all, coach, all cultures, all ages. Standing on the platform and then singing, yes, Jesus loves me. If we would just embody that spirit, we would, the community, the city would know what hit them. That's why I asked. I asked um, my UC Davis children, what area of medicine are you going into? It's not, we have to be careful, it's not just what we like, unless what we like is motivated by our desire to serve him. But the response, the heart response has to be, what is God calling me to do? I, um, you've heard me share this story, I share it now and I'm done. Um, I wanted to be a history teacher. They were laying off history teachers in my senior year in high school. So I mentioned this to teacher. How's your man? It's good. You ever thought about engineering? No. Never heard of engineering. Honestly, never knew what engineering was. But I remember a pastor at the church I was worshiping at was an engineer. And so I mentioned it to him and the next thing I know, I got boxes of books in engineering. I can't say that that was motivation. It kind of scared me because I couldn't read them. <laughs> Didn't understand them. Didn't understand anything. But he was there for me. And You'll never meet him. You'll never meet him. But he poured into me, yeah. became an engineer. Yeah. And then when the opportunity comes to receive a gift like this, other ministers came to me. Oh, where are you at? Oh, we're over at 3860 
corner of 4th Avenue and 39th Street. Yeah, I saw that building. Yeah, it's a money pit. Walk away from that one. Standing in that, for those of you who remember, the Pepto-Bismol kitchen. <laughs> Standing back there with Terry Bueno. Just leaning up against the filthy little cabinet. I'm just praying and looking. Praying. She said, she's not even here. She said, Pastor, we can do this. Nate, that's all the encouragement I needed. So as Mark and Gail's work starts to draw to a close, it's, it's important that we recognize that we're here for a season and that others will come and they will stand on the foundation that you have helped lay and you will, things will happen in the 31st century who knows, they may be talking about City Church of Sacramento. Let's pray. Our Father, our God, again, we say thank you. Thank you for Christ. Thank you for doing all things well. Thank you for the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit. So love you. So love you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. We've got a few minutes. I'm going to, uh, Sister Jones knows uh, we share the same uh, history. And I am quite literal when I, when I read scripture, talks about go for the elders, let them lay hands on you. Don't have oil today. But I went to, you can keep playing Sister Jones. But uh, I went to uh, invite, again, it's not, I'm not putting anybody on the spot. But if you'd like me to just, as you come down this aisle, if you just want to come down this aisle, I will lay hands on you. I'll pray for you. There's a whole lot of uh, hell that's circling around. Just 10 seconds, that's all.
ask that you bless her as only you can and you will. Watch over them, protect them, bring peace to the family, Father, as only you can. Father, bring healing as only you can. Father, bring reconciliation as only you can. Bring salvation as only you can, Father. Please continue to give her strength, Father, to maintain and to stay the course, Father. As only you can and you will, Father, we trust you because we can't trust no one else. You know, Father, the growth that you've given us. Give us the grace to walk in, Father. I love you and I praise you in Christ's name.
situations that he's having to deal with, Father, work it out. Work it out so he can be the father you called him to be. Work it out as only you can and you will. Thank you, Father, for Let's stand, please. Thank you, Father, for uh, the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for, uh, as the old saints would say, another day's journey, and I'm so glad. Thank you for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, and our hearts have experienced. Now, as we go down from this place, Father, it's impossible for us to be the same because we have uh, been able to experience you afresh. Be with us. Mold us and shape us, Father, into that 21st century church, just like the church in Rome. Let us be the church in Sacramento. We love you and we thank you. It's in the name of your Son, our Savior, the Christ, we ask it all. Let everybody say, Amen. Amen. Hug somebody.